Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawked. We are uh, doing a refugee episode today. We're in the process of moving studios. So uh, we're in Holloway's house. Yeah, we should have done it. Um, we should have just found a homeless encampment and done it from there. Kind of agree. Um, just had special guests on. Yeah. It's very special. <laughs> See what they thought yeah. just about the season so far. I actually, there was uh, a couple years ago when I was still working in downtown Austin, and it was like during the uh, camping ban lift yeah. or whatever. So they were allowed to camp everywhere. The, you mean like the three-year period? Where yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this fucking, I was wearing a blues hat and it was like in the middle of the Stanley Cup finals. Mm-hmm. And this guy comes up to me and he, he didn't look homeless in Austin. It's like LA. It's like hard to tell sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was like, oh, blues. Yeah. You, how they do last night? Uh, he was like, yeah, man, they're looking great. And I was like, yeah, you from St. Louis? Oh, shit. And uh, he was like, no, nah, no, nah, I just was been keeping up. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. And then he was like, hey, I hate to ask. And I was like, God damn. Here we go. Yeah, fuck. And, he was like, I just, you know, I just got in on the bus from Houston. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Yep. So all this all sounds accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and got to get to my kid's soccer game. It's in fucking Colorado and I just need $5. For yeah, yeah. And uh, I gave him the $5. Yeah. Because I it was at least impressed with his like very, uh, I guess, personalized st- stopping message of yeah. talking about the blues for a minute it's good advertising it is so i gave him he earned his five dollars as far as i'm concerned but uh yeah i want so i kind of wondered just if a hobo would be able to do that with us like just one guy pops out of a tent he's like acuna fuck yeah uh it depends on what he had what else he had to say um and what he was asking for as well true if he just wants the sandwich yeah i'm on all day no he can fuck off with the sandwich <laughs> not, no, no. i'm not gonna make I'll, it i'll give him drugs but i'm not giving him all food right. Um, but it's been, uh, for the Braves, a pretty good run here. It's um, fucking believable 14 in a row now. I think that's our longest. We're one away from our longest winning streak this century. Mm-hmm. We tied the 2013 team, which is bizarre to me because that 2013 team was like good, but yeah. not great. I would say this team is like head and shoulders above that team. Yeah. I mean, the, um, can you yeah, let me look at the splits here. So the hitting has obviously been really good. Um <clears throat> but there's quite there's some dramatic differences in the pitching. Yeah. That that's where all this so May in twenty eight games in May, the Braves were thirteen and fifteen. Um team ERA was three eighty six. That's not bad. But they just weren't. They were losing close games. They they blew a couple of games late. Um, seven saves and fifteen opportunities. That's not good. Yeah, that um, was in the kind of stretch of Jansen getting shaky because what he yeah. blew one to the Brewers. Mm-hmm. He blew one to the Diamondbacks right before the streak started. Yeah, which was literally like May thirtieth or May 29th or something yeah. like that. And but a save is any any time we have the lead after five innings and a reliever surrenders the lead, it technically counts as a blown blown save. Right. But, but I mean Jansen had three on his own, I think. Yeah. Um <clears throat> hundred and five walks uh in two hundred and forty nine innings. Um 
that's not great. On base, the opposing on base percentage was three twenty one during that period. Yeah, that's that's for the entire team. So right for the from the shittiest hitter to yeah. whatever Bryce Harper. Yeah, but in June in fourteen games, half that amount of games. Obviously, fourteen and zero haven't lost yet. Um, seven saves and eight opportunities, and I think the one blown was it Colorado. We had a real tight one yeah, late against Colorado. I think so. Was in, and they won in extra innings or something. Yeah. Um, only thirty-five walks, so a third of the walks issued over a little over half of the innings pitched, which is a, that's a pretty yeah. good fucking ratio. There's, I mean, fuck, man, I, not nothing fucks you harder than a walk. Yeah, like nothing, and it, and you kind of forget when you're in the grind of the regular season, but once you start watching like postseason baseball in particular. And that like every time there's a walk in an inning, you can yeah. just expect a horrible something horrible to happen after it. Like I'd rather just have a solo home run almost. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happened with Strider. Like that's why that's the difference between his first couple of starts and the last two. Yeah. Which is that his his pitch count still elevated a little too early in the day, but uh didn't walk a bunch of guys. His first two starts, I think he walked nine people. Yeah, in, in nine innings, I think. I think it was like a or nine people in ten innings. It was like a five inning and a five inning yeah. start, and he had four and not and five walks respectively in the two games. And I mean, there, some of those though, like I I don't even know how much I hold some of those walks against him because like he was he was throwing sort of like under undue pressure mm. a lot of time. Like again in the Arizona game when the defense just like let him down on back to back plays. Well, one of and, those was himself. Well, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that. That's really tightened up, and you can see it reflected all down the line. It's it's uh, opponent. So the team ERA in June is two seventy two so far. That'll Which is play obscene, yeah. And especially since over that fourteen game period, they're averaging I think seven point three runs per game. Yeah. So you're not going to lose many if those are your averages. And um, and by the way, that's the team ERA average, and and uh, Anderson certainly hasn't been that great over this stretch. I think Morton's yeah. been on and off. Like Morton's had a good start and a bad start. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Anderson hasn't been terrific, but uh, opponents' batting average uh, month over month went down from 242 to 208. On base percentage is down from 321 to 264. Those are all play numbers, or rather numbers that will play. Um, that That's the big, so far as I can tell, the big jump has been there now they've obviously been scoring quite a bit more runs as well the team ops is up from 704 in may to 925 now a team ops of 925 is that's an all-star is a 925 ops yeah like you're getting down ballot mvp votes depending on the year with a 925 ops yeah but that's like you know what kind of what you should expect with the current composition of the team um would you expect more of that OPS to be made up of out of the current composition? Do you expect more slugging or more on base? Uh, more slugging, probably, to be honest. I mean, Olsen is the kind of guy that, regardless of what's happening, gets on base at a pretty high level because he yeah. walks a lot. But the other guys, uh, like when Riley is not doing well, he doesn't walk. Uh, Swanson very rarely walks in the first place. Ozuna very rarely walks. Well, Swanson used to very rarely walk. Yeah, well, he walks more than he used to, but yeah. still, it's uh, it's pretty low. But they, the Braves' version of that resiliency and pitch and selectivity isn't necessarily walking. They go into a lot of deep counts, but really, what it is, and this is the case for Swanson, for Riley, for Contreras, uh, for Duvall, 
Uh, and now we're learning it's also the case for Harris when they're really on, they're driving the ball to the opposite gap, mm-hmm. right? Um, Not even that pronounced, but just just to the left yeah. of the second base bag or to the yeah. right of the second base bag, just enough. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Uh, they, they also, I will say, as far as slugging percentage goes, something that's kind of underrated, uh, and this is why I don't necessarily put a lot of stock into base running stats mm-hmm. yet, is that they have a lot of do du- they have a lot of quick dudes. They have a lot of guys who it's not like they're like hyper fast base dealers or anything, but it's just it's easier for them to hit a double than it is for a lot of other people like Swanson, Harris, Albies until he went down. Yeah. Um, but Arcia is, is he's quick too. Yeah. I mean, that guy's uh, he's hit anytime they put him in the lineup. He's hit. Yeah. Uh, even last year. What I'll say is they have a lot of guys who hit doubles like or who are capable of making something a double even mm. if the ball gets cut off in the gap. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, for like sure, the ball yeah. doesn't have to go to the wall for these dudes to get doubles. No, I mean, in the middle of the order, Riley Olsen and Ozuna aren't really fast. No. But everybody else, kind of, even Contreras, gets around pretty good. Um, he had another fucking laser yesterday and, and what, a uh, fucking thousand-foot home run two days ago that guy's out of control he's on i i didn't put this in this one but i you know you sent me that thing the other day about our catcher stats and that yeah. was before darno and Contreras both hit home runs yeah. over the next like two days or something like that yeah i mean our cat just the cat it's unless you have like a hyper elite catcher you really just take the catcher position in the aggregate yeah i mean it's it's you you expect probably 15 to 20 home runs and a 250 batting average out, out of, of the position yeah. not yeah. the player um, but that's not what we're looking at here. I mean, right now, Contreras is on pace for uh, uh, 23 home runs himself and 43 RBI. And that'll, uh, I mean, d- just that alone would be pretty good. Yeah, for one catcher. Yeah, but... I think Darno's got nine of his own. Uh, yeah, he's on, let me see here. Darno is on pace for 20 home runs and 71 RBI. So you're like 115 RBI and, and 40-plus home runs right. from your catcher position. So we have Mike Piazza playing catcher, yeah. essentially. And it gives, it gives them a lot of flexibility as well. Um, I, I like the, the fo- top-to-bottom composition of the team. And as good as they're playing right now, they're 14-0 in their last 14 games. As good as they're playing right now, sometime around... Mid August, they will have gotten back Albies, Soroka, uh, Kirby Yates, and uh, uh, Colin R- McHugh, Colin McHugh, and Rosario, and Tyler Matzik, and Tyler Matzik. Well, and Tyler Matzik will be back probably in like two weeks. Yeah, uh, they retroacted him to to the fifteen, I think. Um, but yeah, sometime between now and before September, you're gonna get f- like five former all-stars maybe current all-stars back into your lineup yeah there's nothing <laughs> i mean I, I anthopolis is good but i don't think he could even pull that off like that's no the braves don't really have anything to address at the trade deadline to be honest i don't think um <clears throat> it's uh it, the only thing you could even want is if you just really i don't know you just want to add a reliever basically just to like make your your uh, bullpen totally unimpeachable, maybe. Uh, yeah. Which last night we had, I guess maybe a hiccup with. Well, it was just because uh, 
I, I thought it was the wrong move. Like, I understand that you want finesse coming off of a guy that throws 99 constantly. Yeah. Change um, speeds in a, yeah. in a more macro sense. Yeah, but, I mean, you have two lefties coming up that both hit better against right-handed pitchers, and they bring in Chavez. I thought that was a mistake. But that's classic Braves coaching. Right. They they suck at managing bullpens. <laughs> um, that that should have been Will Smith. And then I would – look, Will Smith for that one batter or for those two – just for those two batters would have been fine. And then yeah. bring in Chavez after that to mix it up for the next couple of guys, well, that would have been fine. And right? they also just – nobody had been used. <clears throat> and they ended up not using – they used Minter last night, right? I don't, yeah. But they didn't use Jansen. And they didn't use Smith either? Um, let's see. They certainly didn't use Jansen because I watched the end of that game. It was like a like bad I mean, Jansen it was clone. a Yeah, because we scored like fucking, uh, what, three more runs in the, yeah, in the we eighth were or some shit? Blowing them out, basically. Yeah, three more runs in the eighth. It was, um, no, they brought in Jesse Cruz. Or uh, what's his name? Not Jesse. It's something Jesus Cruz, Cruz yeah. Um, Jesus is Latin for Jesse, so uh, is it? I thought it was Joseph. I don't know. I just, it'd just be funnier if it was Jesse instead of or is Joshua. That, no, Jose is Joseph. Yeah. Or no, yeah, yeah. It's Joe or whatever. Anyways, yeah. Chavez came in, but he pitched that full next inning. But to be honest, I know this. It wasn't like well at the time it was a high leverage situation. It was like very. Um, they were only up three yeah. one, and and it was even more high leverage because. The Mets were clearly going to lose. Yeah. So there was a game to pick up on yeah. the line. Yeah, I just don't like. I, I wouldn't have brought in your finishers sooner. I, I consider the finishers to be uh, Mentor, Matzik, and Jansen. Right. So any yeah. anytime Jansen, they're primarily going to use in the ninth. But Mentor and Matzik, anytime in seven eight. Uh, Mentor's been the best setup man in baseball this year by a pretty wide margin. Oh, he's been insane. Um, actually, yeah, so that's I, actually one interesting thing. Is there, in terms of like a trade deadline thing, we seem to be pretty lefty heavy on, in the bullpen. Yeah, but I mean, again, the 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 dudes that are coming back are like Kirby Yates and McHugh are both and right. McHugh yeah. are fucking both super legit righties. Uh, yeah, uh, righties. So it's like we're getting those for free. Why we shouldn't? True. We probably shouldn't mortgage anything to get <laughs> to get those guys. Um, and then there's, uh, you know, Ozzy will be back. We'll see. I, I'm. He had surgery. Yeah, he had surgery. I want to know what the surgery was. It says to stabilize. Does that mean they put pins in it? Because that could take time. It seemed from the way that his foot rotated. That it was uh, what is it called a radial break where it turns okay. like the bone oh, turns. Um, hopefully that's not the case. That one's worse, right? As it's supposed like it takes, cleaner. Yeah, it takes longer to heal. A cleaner break is just it is what it is. Um, but you know, frankly, I'm not sure how much is lost with uh, 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 what's his name, Arcia, Arcia in the lineup. I mean, right now, nothing. He plays extremely good defense, and he's probably been... a little bit more attentive defense than <laughs> Ozzy Albies does. And he's been uh, not no knock on Albies, who's an absolutely elite second baseman, mm. but Arcia has been as of late better with the bat. I mean, he's got yeah. two home runs since Albies went down, mm. and uh, I think he's been on base like six times in the two or three games he's been filling in for Albies. Obviously, I don't know if some of that's like adrenaline. They don't the pitchers don't know him. They're playing the fucking Nats and AAA pitchers right now, basically. So yeah. That's yeah, true. There's a lot going on with that. Um, and then the Braves have the Cubs coming up next. Three day games uh, across the weekend. Um, 
think the streak keep keeps going. I think we're yeah. Uh, so the it's it's the Cubs, right? They've not been very good. Better than the Nats because it's impossible sure, to be worse yeah. than the Nats. I think at this point. Yeah, but the pitching matchups are like uh, Keegan Thompson goes tomorrow for the Cubs against uh, against Morton. I think that's the only one that's in any real danger of us losing. To be honest, um, Justin Steele is a guy that's spot starting as as a reliever on uh, Saturday and then Sunday is Kyle Hendricks. And let's be frank, he's had a couple of good years, but they're pat. He's past that. He's, yeah. he's got like a five ERA this year. Um, and those are Morton Wright and Anderson, which is, this is it, two of the three weaker guys. Interesting to say that they're two of the three weaker guys, although uh, uh, they're both former all-stars, right? Right. Like within the last three years, I think didn't, what wasn't Ian Anderson an all-star last year? I actually don't know if he was. I'll I'll check that. But I mean, it's Ian Anderson. Like he's yeah. a good, he's a very good pitcher. Pitcher. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't really care if he. And it's a it's a brief stop in Chicago. I mean, I don't. I don't think they should break their back. It may be better for the team if they lose one of those games and not going back home against San Francisco with a lot of pressure on to, mm-hmm. to keep some streak going. Although they don't seem to care. No, Everybody's I mean they're having playing a good time. about as loose as they possibly could. I mean, like they're it, it is just. They do. This is the loosest they've looked in a professional way all yeah. season. Like you had the dumb shit, like when Albies was yelling at Ozuna on the base mm-hmm. pass because it was, of course, like Ozuna's not, a fucking mongoloid. Though. Yeah, That's, he's just a fucking idiot. Yeah. But like now, it seems like a nice mix. Yeah, right. And it, it is, and it's interesting. Like the clubhouse is. I mean, it may. It could go either way, right? It could. I'm, Michael Harris um, has. I I haven't seen. Uh, twenty year old or whatever the fuck. How old? How old is he? Twenty one, maybe. He's young, yeah. Uh, I think he, they said he was. Yeah. He's the youngest player in the majors right now by like four days. He just turned twenty one, um, March seventh. Okay. So, I haven't seen a guy come up this flawlessly in a while, and, and not, he's hitting well. Obviously, yeah. He, he had a little like a five or six games yeah. where they had to readjust his swing a little bit, but. Since then, I mean, he and even for the season, he's sitting 328. He's already, um, he's played 20, oh, I'm sorry, he's played 18 games, one full win above replacement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do the math and, on that, like out for a... Yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, I mean, that's like a fucking seven and a half, eight war yeah. season. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, it may speak to his character a lot. I mean, the the organization really likes him a lot. Um. You could tell from his first game when he first got called up, he like FaceTimed his mom and his dad at the same time, even though they were together in bed. Yeah. Uh, so family kid oriented kid uh, took to the changes that Kranitz wanted to make really quickly and has succeeded. And by the way, plays as good a center field as you're ever going to see anybody play. Oh, yeah. And he's got a fucking hose for an arm as well. I, so it's to the point where honestly at the plate, there's not a lot of pressure on him. He's hitting ninth and really they mostly care about him. Yeah. Being elite defensively. Yeah. And they even uh Sports Center now has had to comment a few times that this is the most elite outfield in baseball now when it's Acuna, Harris, and Duvall. Yeah. Like there's no no one even close to that. I yeah. Talent wise. Um and it just so happens that two of them are hitting like all stars and one of them might still hit thirty home runs. You know right. I mean? Just so accidentally. You can't, yeah, you can't complain too much about that. The interesting thing about the next month or two will be um 
Now, Harris was a top 10 Major League Baseball prospect already, so every team in the league has tape on him. But he's made an adjustment. I've said this before. I think, uh, fuck, I can't remember if it was, uh, it wasn't Stephen A. Smith. Somebody talking about football coaches said there's three types of coaches. There are coaches that see, uh, that play the game, see the tape, after the game and make adjustments for the next game. There are coaches that see tape at halftime and make adjustments for the second half. And then there are coaches that see shit happening on the field and make adjustments immediately. And those are the great ones. Right? Yeah. Um, we'll see how like Harris made a very significant adjustment to his swing. And within two days was hitting 300. Yeah. I mean, that's fucked up. So the next step is going to be, He's very clearly better at hitting the ball out away from him, getting his arms extended and shit. Um, we'll see what happens. He's had quite a bit of trouble with breaking pitches low and in. Uh, maybe he's not seeing the ball well, or maybe he's Certainly not... he's never seen that type of stuff before. Yeah. Because he, he's never even played at AAA. Yeah, that's... Uh... Chip Carey said that last night, or maybe it was Paul Bird on the broadcast when uh, Shishek came from down here yeah like throwing a curveball he's like yeah you never saw one of those in triple a or double (laughs) double a did you um yeah so it'll be interesting to see i i think you're going to start seeing a lot of high inside fastballs and a lot like the pitches out over the plate they're probably going to try to keep low and actually off the plate as balls i don't think they're going to throw them a lot of strikes out there yeah so that's how i would attack him right now and it's the same thing that happened to austin riley his first season he came out People are pitching him like a normal dude. Um, he's rocking the ball. I think he had like 11 home runs yeah. pretty quickly. And then all of a sudden slump because they started throwing low and away sliders and he couldn't lay off of it. Now, Michael Harris doesn't need to learn how to hit a slider low and in in the dirt. Nobody can hit that pitch. He has to learn how to recognize and lay off of it. I have plenty of confidence that he will. He's, he's getting more and more selective as he gets more at-bats here. And obviously you're adjusting to the speed the amount that pitches break and shit like that. And you can see him in the dugout now. Uh, Acuna and Azuna have him looking at the iPad in between the bats, yeah. like getting him into that rhythm and shit. Seems like he's really intent on putting the work in. So he's not going to have a problem with it. He's got great hands and he's got good plate vision. But it, there, there probably will be <clears throat> a week or two-week period where pitchers change up how they pitch to him and he has to figure that out. Now, it may happen quicker than that. It may take longer. It just depends on him and how, what he's able to do. There, but, he does have a certain luxury, though. He's hitting ninth. Which means Acuna is his yeah. protection. Yeah. So, uh, well, Acuna and Danzy Swanson, who... Uh, if Acuna had been playing this whole time, they would have commensurate war at, like, two and a half yeah. plus. I think Dansby's at 2.6 now. 2.8. Two, 2.8, eight. Two eight, Jesus okay. Christ. That's already his career high. Yeah. Like his career high, I believe, before this was two seven, two six or two seven. So he's already he's obliterating his yeah, best year. Last season. year it was two three for the whole season. So he's definitely having the best season of his career and he's doing it in a contract year. So good for him. I was gonna um, ask you about that in a bit, but yeah, we'll before get to that we got to that, I wanted to ask you uh so Strider last night, that start was incredible. Uh does he stay in the rotation? Because he, he, I was thinking about this and Assuming Soroka's back and mm-hmm. Soroka's even, I can, you can't possibly expect him to be 2019 Mike Soroka just because, I mean, I hope he is and he very well could be, but I'm not going to set my expectations that high. Mm, uh, no, because he'll have, um, 
he'll come back in July sometime probably, but he won't pitch more than four innings for at least a month. Yeah. Right. And even then, like he his his he hasn't been throwing uh at game speed this whole time. We're seeing it with Clay Thompson in the NBA right now. Yeah, he came back late in the season, you think, well, he's got fresh legs. Well, that's not really how that works, right? Like, <laughs> it's the conditioning that you're looking for. Yeah. So, Soroka's a pretty, he's tall and slender, so that helps a lot. Yeah. He, he's, got a, he's got a good frame to carry that shit, but still, the legs staying strong. Like, you're, I, I, I assume that, um, <clears throat> that uh, uh, the, the, the entire Brave staff are going to be keeping quite the eye on his mechanics. To make mm-hmm. sure, like his lower body is the what's been injured this whole time, not his arm. So, well, not only that, but he's he he's not a funky mechanic guy or anything. Like his injury, yeah, he had super fr- tight, he had freak yeah. injury. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't. Um, well, th- what you don't want to happen is, uh, poor lower body mechanics leading to an upper body injury, right? Yeah. So, I, they're going to keep a close eye on that. It might take him the rest of this season. He may just be like rehabbing. Right, this may be a rehab stent for the rest of the season. Um, so, but if he does come back and he's who he was before, it's a good question. Do you put, do you turn, uh, Morton or Anderson or Strider into that long reliever when you start the playoffs? All three of them have done it. Like Strider did it earlier this year, but, um, Anderson and Morton have actually done it in the playoffs before. Mm -hmm. And so is, uh, so is Wright, Right. So, I mean, you've got. You can't take right out of the rotation right now. No, certainly not. You wouldn't want to. Uh, I, I think I, you don't want to take. So, Morton has the mo- way more experience with it than Anderson. Yeah, and I think Anderson's a young guy. I think you want to keep Anderson in the rotation. Probably, yeah. Um, I so mean, it's it's worth trying though, to be honest, because Anderson is having trouble. The third, we we talked about this what two weeks ago. The third time through the order is bad for him. Yeah, like his ERA is six the third time through the order, something like that. So. The numbers might tell you to do that with him, but probably he should just learn another pitch. Yeah. And that's the other that's the thing with Strider too. He doesn't need to like he's got a good breaking pitch. Um his changeup is that that he threw one changeup last night. It was right before they took him out. I think it was the first batter of the inning that he struck out before he got uh relieved. But his changeup had like fucking I think nine inches of break on it i don't know if he did it on purpose or yeah. not but he threw a change and i'm like oh that's 90 miles per hour that's cool yeah and it's just like whew. i'm like oh shit i've never seen him that it looked like an ian anderson change so maybe he's trying to learn that but i think strider needs to understand that you don't have to strike everybody out he right? was a bit weirdly inefficient for how yeah uh dominant he was because there's only one hit only two walks and that last walk came in the last inning he pitched yeah. And he threw over 100 pitches in 5.2 innings. I mean, but if you, so if you, what did he strike out, 11? Yeah. If you strike out 11 and you go to a 1-2 count with all of those people, that's 44 pitches right there. Yeah. Just on 11 outs, right? So that's, and how many, that's how many three, outs is 11 outs? three and two-thirds innings. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that would be good if those were the only pitches you threw, but that's <laughs> not the case, right? There's other outs and other stuff going on there. I think, uh, He's got to he's got to figure he's got to do Max Scherzer style stuff right. Come up with another fastball that is a not a get me over, but a little slower moving fastball that instead of missing bats, you're missing barrels. Right, mm-hmm. you're getting weak contact, breaking bats off the end of the bat, and stuff like that. Um, that's also a great 
pitch to have in your fucking repertoire in high leverage situations when you need to get contact for a double play, right? Yeah. Like he, which he doesn't I, really possess, right? No, now. he doesn't have it right now. But he's fucking twelve years old, man. Right. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> he's twenty as well, right? Or twenty? He's really young. I he's think he's twenty two. Let me. I'll check. But he just came out of Clemson. Like he hasn't been in the minors mm, for he's a while. Tw- he's twenty three. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's he that these are all like. It's funny. Our complaints are so pedantic at this point because it's like oh if you could just refine this then it would be perfect like all right let's calm down yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. these guys are all under 25 well, years this old. guy not a 99 on the show yet yeah uh two years from now he probably will be he, yeah that's man, i get i really get young smoltz vibes from strider yeah um because he, he was well, he's like, got better he's got better arm stuff than smoltz did but smoltz is fucking uh his slider is ridiculous. Yeah. That's like one of the best of all time. He, I mean, Smoltz was, he threw hard for sure, but yeah, that slider was yeah. what, was what did it. But I mean, dude, Strider, one of the reasons he reminded me of Smoltz last night in particular, although he does this all the time, mm. is I mean, he's just like fucking hyped on the mound. Like he's, he's kind of a, a lunatic out there. He, he's doing like pirouettes and shit. Yeah. But if you only looked at his face, you would never know what he's thinking. And Smoltz was the same, right? He very, you could tell he was excited, but his face was always very stoic. Now, for Smoltz, that's because he was on SSRIs the whole time. <laughs> but uh, I don't know about Strider. He seems like a pretty well-put-together dude. As a matter of fact, all of the Braves rotation, all of these young kids uh, don't show any emotion when they're pitching. I don't know. I mean, Freed will at the end of the inning. Yeah, yeah, Freed. Nobody else. Well, you can't. What I, what I mean is uh, if it was the middle of an inning, you wouldn't necessarily be able to tell if it's going well or going poorly for oh, them. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, which I think is a good thing. For Strider, I think you keep him in the rotation. Certainly uh, until Soroka's back. I mean, you haven't, we have another month and a half yeah. of this before, or I guess month at this point. They, they may use Soroka in that long relief as well just to get him repetitions, well, right? I would say, honestly, why not just basically like your fifth, quote-unquote, fifth starter is basically both of them? Or right. your sixth starter, right? Yeah. I mean, they've got six legit starters yeah. on the team. But, I mean, if Soroka, especially at first, if he can only go four, all right, well, Spencer, you got the next three. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to run into that in the playoffs. Fuck I mean, no. But that's the thing, though. Like, just look. Because looking... you run a four-man rotation in the playoffs. You could do the same thing with um, with uh, uh, Ian Anderson and, and, and uh, Morton. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Fuck. I mean, dude, like, right now, I, to me, I would like to see Spencer Strider in the first inning of a playoff game. You know, like I, he's, he strikes me as the type of dude that if you're, you don't want to see that guy in the playoffs, like he's mm. fucking fired up. He's super locked in. Throws yeah. he, like filthy, filthy heat. The only thing, his only problem is that he's got to cut down the walks. Cause if he's going to walk you, then he's yeah. exactly the guy you want to see in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a, I, I think he needs to learn to pitch to contact a little bit. Yeah. Right? You can't just... It's like nuke Lelouch or whatever the fuck is. Literally, yeah. Literally. Like you... Strikeouts are fascist. Calm down. <laughs> like it's it's a good thing to have, but let's be realistic. You're not going to fucking... We're not in the age of baseball where guys throw 130 pitches in a game anymore. It just doesn't work like that. No. I want to see what his exit velo is so far. Because I feel, I, just my eye test, and I, this is obviously not fucking, um, like, real. Like, I don't know for sure. But I feel like when people do get a bat on Strider's ball, it's hit hard just because he's giving them so much. You know what I mean? 
like his velocity is so high that uh yeah just anybody that makes solid contact the ball is going to fly you would think man what the fuck is this on uh i assume his the barrel rate is pretty low yeah um but yeah it's i i don't think you can take him out of the rotation it's, uh, i i just and also people love him yeah like he he fills seats it's like that type of thing too i wouldn't want to i can't find it off the top of my head but um that would be the only thing too is just like even when he gets outs on the ground they're difficult outs yeah it's because the ball is hit hard all the time right, right. i mean that that's what i mean when i say if you can okay so actually i found it his exit velo uh is 88.7 that's pretty high but the again Contact rate is super low, right? So barrel rates eight percent this year. That's pretty low. Yeah, um, but you know, even even if you hit it off the label, um, and the pitch was ninety nine miles per hour, the exit velo is going to be ninety. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, so like he if, you, is, if you barrel a ninety nine mile per hour fastball, the exit velo is going to be somewhere between like fucking one one oh eight and one fifteen, somewhere in that range, depending on how well it's struck. So. You know, it is what it is. It's kind of like uh, the Warriors, they give up a lot of points because they play a high-paced offense. It's not necessarily an indicator of poor yeah. defense. Um, so, actually, so here's two interesting things about him yeah. so far this year. Hard hit rate, hard hit percentage. So, the percentage of balls that do get put on the bat, whether it's an out or a hit, uh, that are over 95 miles an hour on exit velo is 34.5%. So, over a third of the balls that get that touch the bat. Yeah hit pretty hard but launch angle of only 15.3 percent on the year Mm, that's not bad yeah yeah he he's look he just needs um even if he throws a two seamer where he chokes the ball just a little bit right it's 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 a slightly different grip just had a baseball here well we're not on camera anyways um yeah, if you just choke the ball back in your hand just a little bit. Like for a changeup, it's almost back in the crease of your right. hand. But for a, a two-seam fastball that you want to move, it's almost it's off the second pad a little bit onto the third pad. Mm-hmm. And it takes maybe three or four miles per hour off the fastball. It's like a mini changeup. Yeah, and it, but it creates quite a bit of movement. And that's the way that you you stay in the zone so you're not nibbling on corners. You're still in the zone, but the ball moves enough um, <clears throat> that – you're not hitting barrels. You're hitting yeah. off the end of the bat, hitting off the label. That's something he needs to add to his repertoire. But again, he's 23. He just came up this year, right. so he's, he's got he's got a year or two to figure that shit out. Yeah, not exactly a problem with him. Uh, before we keep going, might as well get into our sponsor here real quick. We have mybookie.com. Of course, I actually like bitched out and did not bet the Strider over on strikeouts last night, which was a yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah, it's about uh, you. How- pretty much always should bet the Strider over on strikeouts. I was, uh, yeah, I, and especially against the Nats. Who, the Nats without Juan Soto, too. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But, like, if you love sports and you love making money and you answer yes to either of those questions, then mybookie.com is the place for you. Not only does mybookie.com make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using the promo code Drinking Bros, your first deposit bonus is, uh, or your first deposit is doubled instantly up to $1,000 with thousands of bets to make. On all your favorite sports, there's no shortage of ways for you to win at MyBookie. Uh, on top of having amazing lines and props, MyBookie is also home to exclusive contests. They do like March Madness thing. I think they do like NFL elimination, mm. uh, weekly crap like that. They have a casino 
with real dealers, not the computer dealers. I, I play on that sometimes when I'm really bored. Uh, get off the couch and get in the game with MyBookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Uh, head to MyBookie.com today. Use the promo code Bros to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to $1,000 and start winning today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Uh, one bet i guess you could say that i'm wondering how many times they're gonna hit on this it's not the braves and their winning streak this has been absurd like nobody can expect this but uh i read something interesting about the mets offense the other day that like really raised an eyebrow about luck essentially uh they have a their offensive numbers are very good like the mets have been doing well on offense uh especially with you know the pitching not yeah, being sure. there, or DeGrom and Scherzer at least not being They still had great pitching, too. Yeah, uh, And they're a good team. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, the Mets are going to f- fucking choke. Like, I would be shocked if the Mets aren't in the playoffs. It would not surprise me if the Mets won yeah, for sure. the yeah. division. It, it's it's very possible they'll win the division, yeah. We'll um, see. Yeah, I mean, we're not... Look, we're four games back. It's been a miracle run this June, but far from over. The Mets are really good. Blah, blah, blah. All that bullshit. However, I read this on ESPN the other day. I wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, David, David Schoenfeld wrote it. He was kind of breaking down um, the strengths of every team, or maybe like the biggest strength every team has, essentially. And for the New York Mets, he said it was hitting for average. Or not every team, but every contender. It's only a couple days old. You can you can read it on ESPN if you're listening to this. Uh, anyway, he said, the Mets are uh, third in majors and runs per game at 5.10. So as far as the end product goes, you know, they're producing. Uh, Dodgers and Yankees are one and two, but the Mets are doing it in a decidedly un-2022 style of play. They're getting base hits instead of home runs. The Mets, in fact, are uh, just 21st in the majors in home run rate, only 19th in uh, isolated power, and they're not really getting on base either. They're only 17th in walk rate. Hmm. They have, however, led the majors with a 265 team batting average, which is really fucking high. Yeah, that's, I mean, your like steroid era batting average was like 270s. Yeah, low to mid two seventies, sometimes like two in the in the high two seventies. But I mean, like a good single hitter is hitting two seventy to plus yeah. essentially. So for a team to be hitting two sixty five, that's that's ridiculous. The Dodgers are second; they're two forty nine. Yankees uh, are also are the Yankees and Dodgers second and third two forty nine two fifty. Uh, they did the same thing in twenty twenty. Blah blah blah. But here's the thing that Schoenfeld finds interesting, and I find really fucking interesting. He does, he's not sure. He says he's not sure how the Mets are doing this. They're among they are not among the league leaders in stat cast metrics, such as hard hit rate. They're only 22nd in the majors or barrel rate. They're only 21st in the majors and their batting average on line drives is 607, which is actually below the major league average of 630. Uh, their key seems to be their batting average on grounders, which is 278. Uh, the Cardinals are in second at 259. The major league average is 234. Hmm. The Mets also lead the league. I had to look this up, but the Mets lead the league in uh, batting average on balls in play. Of course, they, I mean they have to with that stat at three ten. Uh, so far, the average Babbitt this year, Babbitt this year, it's usually that we say three hundred around three hundred. Hmm. It's like two ninety six, two ninety eight this year. So they're about twelve points higher than that. That's a little sketchy to me. Yeah, it's definitely not sustainable, and um. You would expect, like, I, you know, you should never trust rate stats. You know, in what, what I mean? way? Like, well, if if <clears throat> if we were able to boil down, let's say, the Braves' success to the batting average of the team, I wouldn't trust that very much. Yeah, because that kind of shit comes and goes. Would you trust on base percentage though? Uh, it depends on 
these other, I mean, it's something to look into, right? If you, if you see a high on base percentage, I assume the Mets. Well, let's look it up. You they're, can, they're uh, uh, yeah, I can look it up. They're, they they're not they don't walk a lot. What's, so what's their team slugging percentage? That's what I'm gonna look up. Hang on. They don't uh, they don't have a lot of hard hit balls, but they might be kind of like sneaky slugging, like we were talking about with the Braves in terms of like the Braves are leading the majors in slugging percentage. Sweet, that's yeah. pretty cool. The Mets are. So the Mets have the highest on base percentage in the majors at the, 334. Yeah, the Mets are ninth. So they're about 40 points behind the Braves in slugging percentage. Um, but they do. So this is interesting, though. Like it, It's flip-flopped, basically, for on base percentage. So their OPS is pretty close. The Braves are second in OPS. The Yankees are first, obviously. But their average is what's fueling their on base percentage. Yeah, that's a that's problematic, especially if you like you said you look deeper into those numbers and um, it's yeah the Mets are fifteenth in walk walk rate, yeah. eight point two percent of their yeah. at bats in a walk. If, if you look into that, if you look into that number and it's like not hard hit balls, high BABIP, now you know that you're fucking they're they're on thin ice, right? But that's now. There's a lot of ways to win. There's a lot of uh, a lot of ways to uh, put together a good lineup that can win baseball games. Now they've struggled with some injuries uh, and some underperformance. Like Dominic Smith is in the minor leagues right now. Right. I expected that dude to hit 35 home runs this year. Marte uh, um, just got <laughs> hit by a pitch last night. Yeah, he's day to day. Lindor has a, a for one of his a fractured thumb, maybe one of his yeah, something's something like fractured yeah. on his hand. Yeah, so they've had. Problems there, problems in the pitching staff. Um, and honestly, what's crazy is their starters have still been fantastic yeah. without Scherzer and DeGrom. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Uh, we'll, we'll see how all these guys do. Like this, uh, uh, Guillermo, the guy that's playing second base for them, mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck he is. Like he's been <laughs> a journeyman with them for a while and he's had like spotty success. Yeah. But he's really a 250 hitter. Right now he's hitting 316. Uh, maybe he figured it out, or maybe it's a flash, right? Like these guys right. go on runs sometimes. We'll see. Um, uh, Hard to sit here and fillet Michael Harris for his play so far, yeah, yeah. and then be like, "Well, was this guy hitting three to yeah. Like Can Canna is the guy that really stands out because he played for Oakland for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like a fifteen to twenty-five home run guy, depending on the season. But two fifty, right? Yeah. Right now he's hitting three hundred. That shit won't last. Like th- those kind of numbers always come back to the mean. Yeah, but I mean that it's more it's more sustainable to have a good batting eye when we, when we talk yeah, about on base sure, percentage yeah. than it is to yeah. have high average. So unless we'll, you're fucking Tony Gwynn or something. Well, yeah, well that's a he's kind of an outlier. But yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see how that all goes. Um, you know, maybe they start to get a little healthier and start to focus more on on getting on base although I don't, i'm not sure their on base percentages has ever been super high with this iteration of the team um it doesn't seem like it would be like mcneil is a free swinger uh pete alonzo is obviously a free swinger although he's a slugger so they do walk a lot even if they don't want to sometimes right um lindor puts the ball in play a lot you know what i mean i don't know if this team is really set up for high obp man they're also i think are they the highest WRC plus in the league? The Mets? No, the it's Yankees. Got, it's got to be the Yankees. The, the, but the Mets are second, really, at one fifteen. Mm. Yeah, um, Atlanta seventh. 
although Atlanta seventh at one oh nine, so that's still mm. good. But um, yeah, I just found that interesting, and and honestly, it's not sustainable. So it'll be interesting to see how their offense adjusts to that. But the thing is. Just like the Braves have a bunch of reinforcements coming in, so do the fucking Mets. But their reinforcements are pitchers, right? So, but the, but they can just pivot to being very good at something else. Uh, yeah, but they don't have a particularly great defense. It's okay. It's it's, it's not bad. It's okay, but it's not like anything. Alonso's close not to, a great first base defender. No. Lindor's still very good at short. Not he's not his peak self. He's, he's okay, uh, but he so he's leading the team in walks right now. His career high in walks is seventy. Um, Lindor. Yeah. So I, I mean, very unlikely they're gonna have that. They're gonna. You, it's you have to get on base somehow. Otherwise, it takes three singles to fucking drive in a run. Right. You know what I mean? Like you need a walk and two singles, or a walk double single, or a walk double home run, whatever it is. If you're not, that this is why I think like WRC plus is a good. T- tool for an individual player but for a team i've never found it particularly useful okay i think i think war is actually better for the team average um uh and then there's the cross tabs as well like how well they hit in um in high leverage situations right so yeah yeah the uh they don't track it on espn anymore they used to track the uh like batting average I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, they used to track the offensive stats for um, different hitting counts and things like that with two strikes, driving in runs and stuff like that. Right. I don't know where. Hold on a sec. I got to turn this goddamn vacuum <laughs> off. It's a Roomba going around. Uh, again, this is a refugee show today, which I was actually relieved to see a Roomba. I thought you're about to yell at a uh, Latino lady. Oh no, I will though. Um I just I need to learn Spanish. <laughs> uh yeah, but anyways, the the Mets do seem like their success thus far is a bit it, it's a it's elevated beyond what I believe their abilities are. But right. hey, you know, sometimes you go on runs like that and you're able to play off of them. So it's the Mets. Part of me, not because I'm a Braves fan. I like the Mets, actually. I've always liked them as a team. Um, some of my favorite players were Mets. I used to hate the Mets as a kid. I'm far more of a Phillies hater now in terms of, like, in the division. Yeah. And then the Marlins, but that has nothing to do with competitiveness. No, that's just because they're a bunch of cunts. Yeah, and um, Don Mattingly can just... Yeah, he's every, the worst. Every dick. Um, Deep throw to, actually, the front of a Marlin. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... The Mets... Will probably regress. Um, chan- at, chances at are, point, chances are they're not a. Oh, damn, that's super loud. Chances are they're not a sixty uh, six forty one winning percentage team. They're probably more like a five fifty, yeah. or five seventy somewhere around there. And you know what? I mean, credit to them for playing out of their minds because yeah. now they really only have to play five hundred ball the rest of yeah. the year. Yeah, I mean, they're, we the Braves needed to go on a winning streak yeah. like this or some kind of stretch like this just to unfuck themselves. That's kind of how it is in baseball, though. Like, there's so much shit that's out of your control, from injuries to like fucking bloop hits and shit or right. bad just general bad luck that 
you got to take the gifts where you can find them and then oh, yeah. figure out a way. I, it's there's no you don't build a perfect baseball team on day one and play them 162 games. You just have to fucking pivot probably every week or two. Yeah, to be honest, and, and, yeah. and unless things are going incredible like they are for the Braves, but even now we've lost a fucking all star out of the lineup. So, um, <clears throat> speaking of all stars, last topic here is Dansby Swanson. He's having a pretty good season. Like, can we still fucking afford Dansby Swanson? Whoever, whatever, like random person in a Liberty media, media cubicle decides our salary every year. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, what his what his fucking uh salary is going to be like you you would think from the numbers he's putting up right now and the defense he's playing man that's like 18 to 22 million a year probably yeah. i think his comps are all about 20 plus i mean 18 might be a hometown discount at yeah. this point he is i think we talked about this last thing he's on pace for like 7 plus uh, F war, yeah, which would obliterate, like we said earlier, his career mark. He's currently third among Major League Baseball shortstops in WRC plus and Fangraphs WAR. His uh, weighted on base average is actually ten points lower than what is expected to be, so he's not even getting lucky. Like he's hitting actually below what would be expected of him. Uh, he his, ranked. Sport Track has his market value at twenty two million. Uh, that sounds fucking right. I mean, the only thing against him is maybe his age. How old is he? Twenty eight. Yeah, but I mean, you would expect if I, if I'm him, I'm trying to sign like a five year deal with a six six year option, probably. You think just five? I mean, he's kind of nobody's going to give a guy like that that plays a middle infield position a fucking ten year contract, right? It's not not unless they're twenty three. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense, and I mean, it sucks for him in so much that, and I was thinking about this last night. Like, he's got to kind of take as much money as he can get because he's not a corner infielder or a corner outfielder. Mm. Like, I mean, shortstops and center fielders, uh, they're like the, they're like baseball's running backs, right? Like they, they have the shortest career span, the shortest amount of usefulness. I I guess you could say, I guess, I mean, if he wanted to extend his career, he'd have to move to second. Probably. Yeah. Cause I don't think he's got the hose for a third. Um, but yeah, I mean, it depends on how he finishes the season. Obviously, um, if the Braves win another championship, they're not, there's not as much pressure to keep the team together. You know yeah. what I mean? We got our little dynasty. Um, we're fine. Yeah, so we'll see about that. I if if I were the team, I would probably offer him like six years, a hundred million, yeah, right around there, which is kind of a discount. But you get you get the six year. You know what I mean? And you right. get the full hundred. It's all guaranteed. It's major league baseball. I mean, there's other options though. Um, Carlos Correa obviously has an opt out, million opt outs. But at that point, I mean, look, you're getting a better bat, undeniably. But at that point, but you're just I, paying I, more. But I feel, yeah, and I feel like Korea, the Korea's body style lends itself to moving over to third base at some point, the same way yes. that Machado did, the same way that A Rod did. A hundred percent. I don't like that aging no. at shortstop. He's he's not. Like, Trey Turner is available as well, but that's more like that's you're going to pay even more for that. And that's you, thirty oh, yeah. million bucks. I mean, granted, um, you're going to get your money's worth, presumably. Like it's yeah. Trey fucking Turner. And I would be shocked if the fucking Dodgers let him go in the first place. I that wouldn't. Would be crazy. He is. I mean, at least in fantasy baseball, he's always a top three player. Yeah. Like he, he adds so much to your team dude you can bat him anywhere one through Mm. five anywhere and he's fucking awesome yeah um xander bogerts is a free agent as well but to be honest i feel like he's probably going to get traded sometime in the next month or two you think the red sox are just gonna punt i they i mean they're getting fucking hammered why would they 
continue with yes. this. Uh, Dude, what's funny is, so the Braves have gone 14. I read this on Reddit last night, I think. The Braves have gone 14-0, and and we've picked up six games in uh, the division. We're four games mm-hmm. out now. Six and a half games, I'm sorry. Four games to ten and a half games out. The Red Sox, over their last 31 games, have gone 22-9, and nine, and they've lost a game in the standings. Yeah, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10, and they're still fucking 12 and a half games out of That's first That's just place. fucking brutal. Like there, there's no way that the Red Sox are going to make the playoffs. Because no, they're in the playoffs right now. For right now, yeah. But once the divisional play gets heavy, yeah, they'll lose. They'll they'll probably, um, it'll either be Cleveland or Chicago that probably edges them out for that last wild card spot. Yeah, I would think because that division's fucking stupid. It, they they haven't even they haven't even really gotten into their divisional play in the Central yet, and and. Uh, the Twins and uh, the Twins, Guardians, and White Sox all have 30 wins. Uh, White Sox are a game under 500, but I think they're going to switch coaches soon and you start doing just, quite a bit better. Just based on that roster, you would yeah. think they're going to go on a run at some point. Yeah, they will. So I, I it's just hard. The, the numbers don't work for Boston, honestly, because yeah. they got to play a bunch of games against Toronto, a bunch of games against Tampa, a bunch of games against the Yankees. Like they're it's they're brutal. they're fucked. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll probably be sellers. It's funny um, when, when like kind of like the Braves against the Nats, like you're like a Red Sox fan and your division's so brutal that some of the most nerve wracking must win games are against the Orioles. Yeah. Cause you're like, I can't, we can't, can't, can't fucking lose. lose that one. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. And this, I mean, to, to be honest, Bogertz and, uh, Swanson, basically the same age. Um, Bogertz has better rate stats. But they have the same war. I wonder um, what the. I'm not like a huge range factor guy, but just for the sake of looking, I'm gonna look because uh, one thing about Swanson, and I love Swanson, but he's not an Ozzy Smith or uh, Anderson Simmons type, or uh, like you know, he's not a rangy guy. He's no. more of a uh, very short-handed. He's uh, Ozzy, not Ozzy. What am I trying to think of the dude that took his wiener out in the shower with the mentally disabled kid uh omar vizquel oh armor vizquel he's more of a vizquel type outside of that situation uh (laughs) in that he uh he's sure-handed really smart really well positioned um like that's where that's where dance is now dance range isn't bad i but he is i want to say oh i'm on the whole thing just for short stops he was barely in the top ten in the league, I think, in 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 range factor. Uh, let's see here for Ranger. Dansby is coming in at fourteenth. He actually has negative range, and again, I don't fully, I don't fully trust the range stats, but like it's still, it's not nothing, right? Yeah. And they're, they'll certainly bring that up. Uh, and yeah, he's even lower in uh, in user rating. So he's not a range guy, and yeah. and his range isn't going to get better as he get gets older, right? No, it's definitely not. And uh, but Bogarts is probably the same way. I mean, look, their yeah. their offensive stats are pretty commensurate over the last couple of years. And if you have Bo- to choose, and his actually, so Bogarts is only two spots ahead of Dansby on range. And yeah. honestly, if you're going to choose those two dudes, choose the guy that's already like a that's clubhouse there, leader, because yeah. you're probably going to get. A bit of a discount. Now, speaking of clubhouse leaders, other there's another option. Uh, maybe Tim Anderson has a, a club option, so it's not really up to him. He's a commensurate hitter as well. Mm-hmm. I, he's having a great season this year. Um, 
I don't think he's as good on defense as uh, Dansby is, and also he's got a shitty attitude. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, the, and that's kind of my thing with Correa too. By the yeah. way, is Correa? You just it's, like it's like a me kind of situation. Yeah. And that's not really how the Braves act. I mean, the all the guys that that uh, AA brought in last year at the uh, before the break, or I'm sorry, before the deadline, they weren't just like solid players that contribute and you know do all the things they do there every single one of them was a good clubhouse guy rosario yeah. was a good clubhouse guy jock duvall all those Solaire. they're all fucking like just and, play ball let's do this shit kind of guys and there's a difference between like a lot of people might be like well jock's got a loud mouth and shit like that too but it's fucking different no jock isn't shit talking the other team jock is like doing weird shit with his own players he did call a brewers fan a pussy earlier that's the that's the fan though <laughs> i fan, when that, i enjoyed it that fan was a pussy too yeah. um aside from those guys unless they're planning on trading for another shortstop i don't know uh what the plan is i mean we're we don't, there's nothing in the in the can for us well i mean Br- braden Schumick, uh he's 24 He's in, uh, I think he's in AAA right now. He's like, uh, he's probably a 250s hitter and a 15 home run guy right. at, at this level. But I don't know what kind of defense he plays. He would be a stopgap, if, if anything. Or they may they may sign somebody like Correa for like two If Danzy decides to go somewhere else, they may sign some higher level guy for a couple years to see how Von Grissom develops. He's in, he's in high A ball now. Um, He's I, he's projected to be like a, a 300 hitter, 25 home run guy. Yeah. Like he's legit, and he plays fucking crazy good defense. Um, he's only 20, I think, or maybe 21. Um, the expectation that I've seen from, from the organization, from scouts, is that he's going to be ready by 24, probably. Okay. So they at least have to bridge next year as a gap if Dansby doesn't stay. Yeah. But that will – I'm not too worried about that. I do think he's – I, th- I think it's likely he's pricing himself out of the Braves market if he decides to get his full market value. And I think, what do you? How much do you think the Freddie Freeman thing is going to affect the Swanson decision on Swanson's end? Uh, I mean, I, I guess it depends on if he calls Freddie and says, "Hey, don't you wish you would have stayed here after the Braves beat the Dodgers in the NLCS?" <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a good question, man. I don't know. I, it's it's because there's there was clear. I'm sure Freddie's <laughs> fine now. Yeah, and but you there was a clear moment of regret, and he saw the break like Dansby saw the breakup between mm-hmm. Freddie and the city. I don't know that he wants to do that. And this is I, I will say this too: he's very much. Um, I don't know if Freddie's like this, but Dansby Dansby's very much like a down home, like Jesusy type of guy. I don't he's know. from Kennesaw, yeah, like down the road from Atlanta. So um, his whole family's there. Can't imagine like Freddie's from Southern California. He just went yes. home. Not really surprised by that. Um, as as far as uh, I, I would like to know what's going on with the with the uh, the Braves hitting coaches and stuff like that. Like, are they all are they having group meetings? Because it seems like when it seems like all these guys have the same key performance indicators, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before, driving the ball to the like opposite alley is if you see them doing that, you know, they're locked in. And I, I I don't know this for sure because I haven't looked, but I would guess that their walk rate goes up 
when that's the case as well. Yeah. Because that's not an out pitch for the pitcher anymore. So they have to throw something else. Um, and probably something that they're less confident with and have less con- command over, which is what you're trying to do. You're trying to match up your strengths with the other team's weaknesses. And if you can lay off that slider low and away, like when Dansby and Riley especially are good, that low and away slider, they spit at it. Like they don't even offer at it. Right. And then you throw a fastball out there to change their eye level and they drive it into the right yep. center uh, uh, right center field. So it'd be interesting to see if that's chipper. You know what I mean? It's a very chipper-esque type yeah. of move. Yeah, I mean, it's... He, chipper did work with Dansby as well. Yeah, so uh, it, it's. I'm not surprised. He he and Riley have very different approaches and obviously very different skill sets, but the, it's, it is very interesting to me that when they're going well, it looks the same because mm-hmm. that's not always the case. Well, I mean, you know, that's kind of the same with the other guys too. That was always the same with Freddie when Freddie started hitting home yeah. runs uh, in that basically same alley you talked about or doubles in that alley. Like you knew Freddie was locked in. Mm. Um, there's someone else too who who is that way or is or was that way, but I can't remember. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's been the marker for a lot of a lot of dudes. Mm. And I remember Chipper hitting a lot of home runs like that as well, right? Like just yeah. to the like if he's batting lefty, just yeah. to the left of center field. Like, that that was his sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, he and didn't. He did not pull a lot of balls. It's kind of Michael Harris' a sweet spot too. Like yeah. he's only all of the home runs he's hit so far have been opposite field home runs. Honestly, you might that might be the type of thing you start seeing with Harris too. Yeah. is he starts putting it over there. Yeah, um, I'm I'm excited to see what happens with this team over the next month or so because the schedule is about to get a little bit more difficult. I mean, oh, it's it's about to get hairy for sure. So we I think we have three or four with the Mets in. Uh, fucking July, and then August we have nine games against the Mets. That'll be fun. Yeah, and one of them's a five-game series. Yeah, there's a three-game series in July, but it's bookended by two series against Washington. So sick. You can kind of set up your rotation to handle that situation. <laughs> the Nationals fucking suck. Um, yeah. So we got a series against uh, Chicago uh, in Chicago. They're they're they traveled there this morning. Uh, they're probably all. Uh, sleeping all day today, probably, I yeah. guess. Um, then back home to Atlanta for San Francisco and L.A. Then at Philly, that's a tough series. Philly. I mean, yeah, from the 20th to uh, the end of the month, 20th to the 30th, yeah. it's three, three brutal series in a row. Yeah. Which is why I really, really, really would like to get this streak up to 17 games. Yeah. I mean, look, I, the, the San Francisco has not been – They've been pretty lucky in the wins they've been getting as well. Mm-hmm. Like their offense is not very good. No, they've just been getting good luck on pitching, uh, good performances as well. It's not all luck, obviously. Radone has been fucking really good for them. Um, but uh, and then that that Dodgers series uh, is going to be less than what it would have been because Bueller's out now for an extended period of time. So yeah. we're going to see Urias, but Gonsolin. Gonsolin's we'll, been great. We'll see Urias and Gonsolin, but Gonsolin against us is. We'll we'll see. Like yeah. any, anything can happen, but he's not been that lights out against us. I don't know who the third starter is going to be, but it's not going to be Bueller now. Right. I was kind of looking forward to that series, but um, just because I like the competition, I don't think it is a predictor of anything. No, like it's regu- just two, regular season, doesn't two mean good shit. teams, nice little yeah. chess match. July up before the All Star break is kind of like haves and have nots, right? So it's three <laughs> at the Reds, which you know, Oof. let's get some revenge for that stupid loss that we had against them early, but then. Four against St. Louis, at least it's in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, three, three against the Nats, awesome, great. They're mm. fucking terrible. 
Uh, yeah, well, like you said, the Mets series is bookended by the Nats on either side, but we have three, yeah. three, seven games against the Cardinals and Mets before the All Star break. Yeah, you can't. Uh, I mean, that's the Cardinals are. Well, that's probably a split series. I hope so. The way, the I mean, way, they're on fucking fire right now. They won't be by then. That the Cardinals, they don't have the fucking talent to stay on fire for that long. Man, so um, the pitching talents. Not there for me, but that lineup is uh, Edmund and Arenado and and Goldschmidt. The lineup and the defense are 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 there. Harrison Bader's been pretty good, but streaky as well. Yeah. Um. Well, honestly, like it, he he has good seven to ten day stretches, and then he disappears for seven to ten days at yeah. a time. Goldschmidt's playing, having an MVP type of season. So is Arenado right yeah. now. Goldschmidt's still over a thousand OPS. And um, then I don't hate the one two of Wainwright Nicholas. It's more now, their bullpen's kind of squishy and but that but and Flaherty as well, right? No, he's back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's back now. So, uh, but Wainwright, I guess by July he'll still be competitive. But there's no way he's going to be throwing daggers late in the season. He's forty five thousand years old, <laughs> man. He's like defying age right now. It's fucking weird. We'll see if he. I mean, as long as he can locate the curveball, it doesn't really matter about anything yeah. else. That's always been his thing. And Flaherty. Flaherty's got the Soroka problem, right? Yeah, he just—he's been like perpetually injured over and over again. Had a freaking unreal 2019, mm. and they're hoping with for Flaherty, like we're hoping for Soroka, that we get our. Because I mean, he both of those guys—they had an incredible duel in that NLDS. Yeah. Both of those guys looked like future Cy Young winners that year. I think Flaherty. Well, I think both of them will win Cy Youngs for sure. Yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah, but anyways. Uh, We've got uh, the Cubs the next couple of days, and then we'll go right into that fucking giant series. Should be a pretty fun weekend. Yeah, all day games, which mm. is uh, nice, actually. I'll probably just be chilling on the couch in the middle of the day doing jack shit. Yeah, we'll be, well, tomorrow we'll be moving. So that'll be fun. Actually, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I, like our clothes, we bo- we're moving the smaller stuff, our clothes and shit like that, and some right. of the chairs and things like that. But we don't really have, we have like two couches. Uh, and two beds and two tables to move and then two chairs. Yeah. So it's not that much shit. Um, we've already moved a lot of it anyways. So I'll catch, even if we, even if I'm doing it while I'm watching baseball, I'll be watching baseball. I'm just going to drop the couch on the ground <laughs> while the other person is still holding it to see Michael Harris hit. I do watch all of his at-bats now. Man, they're fucking fun. Yeah. I've been uh, listening on the radio lately because I've been having to drive back and forth from Houston. Uh, not anymore, thankfully. But uh, it's been fun, actually, listening to them on the radio. I really forgot how much I enjoyed the Braves radio broadcast. Mm-hmm. I I was not a Joe Simpson fan on TV, but I like him a lot better over the radio. I haven't uh, listened to them on the radio. They're good. While. Actually, MLB TV has a fucking awesome thing where yeah. you can sync up the radio broadcast with the with the t- with the the TV just uh, yeah. whatever but I actually like Chip Carey I know a lot of people shit on him but I'm a I'm a fan so I like both I can go either way fuck him <laughs> uh, no I like Chip Carey he's good I like Chip Carey I, actually I like Frenchie better than Brian Jordan I, I do too I don't know where he's been did he have a kid or something he did I think actually mm-hmm. and also yeah Jordan's whatever I, Paul Bird I can take your leave Paul Bird is good down to the stands like he's a good off hand analysis guy uh 
it, it's hard for me to concentrate when Moylan's up there. Right. It's like, good day, mate. Like, yeah, dude, we're too, playing fucking baseball. Too okay? Australian. Although he's awesome. I've I've met him a couple times. He's a really cool guy. He seems like a fun dude for yeah. sure. Uh, uh, he's uh, he 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 likes to party. Oh, uh, as all Australian it. men do. Yeah. I, he was probably um, my favorite. Other aside from the big ones, like my favorite, like niche, uh, mid two thousands Braves mm, player. Yeah. Like obviously, I'm still still love Jerry yeah. Smoltz all that, but like I really enjoyed Moylan in those years. Yeah. Um. But hopefully French will be back soon because I do enjoy him and Chip Carey together. Yeah. Dude, we have a random ass group of uh, dudes on the broadcast. Uh, Gordon Beckham was on there the other day. Yeah. Like, did he? He played like for like a year. Not even a year. It was like 40 games with yeah. the Braves. I, I think. think he's from Georgia, though. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And then uh, Nick Green, who was <laughs> like, like, who the fuck are these guys? Well, I mean, I know who he is, but yeah. I'm like, how are these the dude? Like, Jordan and Frank Core are the only two that make sense in terms of like Braves tenure. Yeah, because I mean Jordan is a—he's an Atlanta guy. Even yeah. like he played in the Falcons as well. So I get him. I get Frank Horst started his career there, but whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Anyways, yeah, we'll see you. Uh, guess who next time?